Welcome to Girl Why Podcast. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Terry. So I know we said that next time you would hear from us was going to be May 4th, but we had so much fun last time recording, which was a little rough. And it's Corona time. Well, it's, yeah, it's COVID-19 and we don't have shit else to do. So we said, fuck it and recorded a second episode. Yeah. So Vanessa's going to start us off. What are we talking about this week? All right, so on this week's episode, I wanted to update everybody on my working from home situation and you still working from the office. I want to talk about, I don't know if you saw, but Kourtney Kardashian turned 41 and they actually gave her like a social distancing parade. I was also watching E! News last night and the situation wants a spinoff show of the, Jer- of the Jersey Shore. Gross. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. And then I know that last week before we left, we want to talk about when to know when to when to know when to run. And ladies, when we say run, run, we, we mean run, run fast and from a man or like whatever it is that you're into, which is totally fine. Just red, just flags. run, red flags, hit it. And then finally, we want to talk about in-laws and we want to also introduce our weekly review segment, which we think you guys are going to love and probably die laughing like Terry and I did. <laughs> so, Terry. Where do we want to start? So, our COVID struggles, corona time struggles. Ugh. How was your working from home week since we spoke last? Not that we don't talk every day, but... True. I mean, like you said, I'm still working from home, which is totally fine by me. Um, I don't know if I'm... Okay, so I'm over... The whole, like, being inside 24-7. I don't mind working from home. I just hate that you work from home, and then, like, after work, you're still home. Like, there's yeah. nowhere to go. It's complete isolation. Exactly. So that's, like, the part that's, like, kind of difficult because there's nothing going on. Like, you leave, like, I work out of my dining room right now, so I leave my dining room to go to my living room, which is right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know my house. Like, it's right there. So there is just, like, no separation. So nothing has really changed in my life. I also noticed I was folding laundry earlier this week, and all you fold are pajamas. Yeah. There's, like, no real clothes in there because you're not going anywhere. Like, you're not... At least, I mean, I don't know what you guys are doing, but I'm not wearing jeans in my living room. You don't have to wear underwear anymore or bras. That is the best part. Yeah. So that saves the laundry load, like, right there. Not that you, like... Wear 80 pairs of underwear a day. But. No, and I'm not complaining about the load so much. It's just I just noticed that it was literally all pajamas and, like, clothes. <laughs> like, there were no jeans, no skirts, no dresses, just jeans on jeans. I mean, I'm sorry, pajamas on pajamas on pajamas. Yeah. How about you? What's going so on what in the you, office? Well, first, what do you wear when you have to get on these Zoom calls? Oh, you Do just, you have a nice top on? Like... I was just going to say that, yeah, you put, like, a nice top, like, if you have to. I've been lucky enough where, like, people just call me on my actual cell phone, probably because they look like shit as well. Yeah. So like, I haven't had to do any, too many video ones. You've had your few people who, like, want to be bold and, like, I'll, I'll get on camera. I mean, do you? But then, you know, like, the rest of us are all, like, hiding behind the camera. Um, but, yeah, they just put on a nice shirt, and, you know, they're, like, literally in their boxers scratching their balls. <laughs> It's a fact. So what about you? How's the office? Well, I was kicked out. (laughs) They literally told me to get the fuck out. (laughs) 
Just you or all the leftover ones? Basically the leftovers, but, like, some people can stay. People that are more important than I. I don't know what's going on with that. I think, honestly, I might have sneezed too close to my boss's office, and then he just had enough. And was like, you know what? You gotta go. And considering we share the same boss, I can't say that I blame him. He was... He banished me. Yeah, but I said, girl, bye. (laughs) Go. I know that you were confused as to why I didn't want to be working from home, like you and the rest of everybody else. Yeah, so guys, we have at our place of employment, like, what would you say, three, four hundred employees? And I would, again, I haven't done, like, an actual, like, calculation fact on this, but I would guess, like, 95% of us, probably more, are working from home, yet Terry still chooses to go there and suffer. So yes, please tell us why. Okay, this is why. And this is some hood shit, so I want you guys to be prepared. (laughs) So my house was literally shot up in a drive-by shooting two weeks ago. And I'm not talking about BB gun hit the mailbox. I'm talking about somebody hung out the side of their car with either a Glock 38 bang bang into the side of my house. It was ugly. I'm sitting in the bathtub when it happened. And I was lit lit in this bathtub. I actually brought the whole bottle of wine in there. And then I had some backup Trulies because I knew I was going to be in there for a while. Well, I had one White Claw. I ran out of White Claws, brought extra Trulies. Like, I knew it was going to be a get lit single bath time for me. I was Which just, is, like, quite frequent for Terry. Yeah, it is. I don't... What else am I doing during COVID? I'm drinking in the tub. Listen, I'm not hating. So... I just have only showers. So I'm jamming out to my YouTube premium account, which I love. Watching my music videos, shaking it in the tub. And then all of a sudden I hear, like, bang, bang. And the house shook like an earthquake. And honestly, I'm just like, ooh, block party. Yeah. She actually texted me that. <laughs> well, I texted her that there was a shooting, but I didn't think it rocked my house. I was just like, huh. <laughs> yeah. Fireworks, bomb, I don't know. I'm in the tub getting lit. Hey. And then I walk outside the next morning and I realize that a bullet went through my driver's side door and then three more went into the side of my house. So, yeah. Then after I saw those deep trenches of bullet holes and the cops came out and they said, yeah, well, looks like some gang violence to us. And I said, well, who did it? And they're like, huh? We don't know. (laughs) That's some gang shit, basically. So, that's why I want to work at the office, because honestly, it's safe there. Until I was kicked out. Then, today, my first day officially working from home, (laughs) I literally worked out of my closet, made myself a nice little setup in there, and then they decided to do road work outside. So, I'm on a a 4 p.m. conference call. And I'm like, I'm doing my best. Like, oh, I just, you know, really want to impress my boss. And then all of a sudden they start yelling at me saying, I don't know who has all the feedback, but can somebody please mute their phone? It is so loud. It is so loud. And I'm like, oh, it's me. Sorry. You know what happened to me this week? Not to cut you off, but we were on our week. Like we have a couple team calls a week. And someone kept saying, do you guys hear that clicking? And I'm pretty sure it was me texting. 
Probably. But you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Like, I'm trying to get my texts out. I'm trying to multitask. I, yeah, I guess. Turn that shit on silent, though, for real. <laughs> well, I did after someone complained. I, I couldn't hide construction work in the hood. I mean, yeah, I probably could have hid my clicking, but... So I'm trying to talk as there's, like, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and they're, like, there's a lot of interference. Can somebody mute? Oh, so it was a struggle. I didn't want to work from my closet anyways because there's bullet holes in the side of my house. I wanted to be in my corporate office building where I felt safe. But here we are. It's COVID times, people. It sounds rough. <laughs> it sounds rough at the office. It sounds rough at the house. It sounds bad. Yeah. I also, during Corona times, decided to recreate my hinge account oh god <laughs> oh god vanessa can't relate because she's all married life i actually we're recording together today in her closet nonetheless because there's no echo in here it's gotta, a walk-in closet for the record yeah it's a walk-in closet but we are in close proximity no social distancing happening here no, no i am feet. risking it for this podcast <laughs> so this better hit because this is a real-time risk. But I walk in, and her and her her hubby had been working on a puzzle together. Well, what do you expect us to do? We've been home for, like... Watch TV! Yeah, we do watch TV, but there's 24 hours in a oh. day. We've been home for, like, four or five weeks. I don't even know at this point, because I've literally lost count. A puzzle. Okay. It's a Disney puzzle, number one. <laughs> and number two... Again, what do you expect from us? Um, okay, they have not... They they probably have connected three pieces of this 1,000 <laughs> piece puzzle. Lies. Literally, it literally... It looks like they just started and that shit's been there for weeks. <laughs> I, I just want to put that out there. They're acting like, oh, oh perfect couple life. COVID couple. Y'all are full of shit. It's more than three pieces, but... <laughs> yeah, it's like... It, oh, it might, it might be six. <laughs> However, as I told Terry, she's back on Hinge and Tinder and Bumble and all this shit. I am so thankful. This is the one part of my relationship that I am truly, from the bottom of my heart, thankful for. That we've been together for uh, over 10 years at this point. So I am thankful enough that I have missed all that Tinder hinge thing because I can't imagine I'm going to swipe right, swipe left. <laughs> and based on what I'm hearing, it's ugly out there. And I have no desire to swipe anywhere. Yeah. I'll keep with what I got. I'm lucky. I, yeah. I mean, she makes me sick. I, I can't even believe we're partnering on this because it's a little depressing. I but mean, it's rough out there for you. After folks. <laughs> it was, it was already rough prior to COVID, but now I've never been a dating app person. Like, I, I think that shit sucks. I would rather just meet them in person and be like, um, your personality is lame. Let's never talk again. As opposed to sitting there and like chatting back and forth, small talk, like, oh, happy Monday. Oh, happy Tuesday. What's for dinner tonight? Yeah, I don't It's boring. deal with that either. It makes me want to die. But what I've noticed during these COVID times, for my... I, I think I lasted on Hinge for like a good... I gave it six minutes of my life. It's a long time. Yeah, I'll, I'll never get them back. You sure won't. And all I saw were 
guys talking about how their one passion in life is fitness, staying healthy, being at the gym, lifts, gains. Okay, call me never. Like, swipe never. Because y'all are making me feel fucking bad about myself because I'm in corona times here. The gyms are closed, motherfucker. So what oh, are honey, your... they have created in-home gyms, these mean heads that you're speaking of. It's a real thing. Like, they're literally lifting their suitcases with, like, Ugh. books in them. So, I yeah. just feel like y'all are... They're, they're judging me. And I haven't even swiped yet. Mm-hmm. Like, if fitness is your passion, that's cool. But, like, what else do you do? Because I enjoy drinking and watching movies. But that's, like, frown upon. Frown upon. Sorry. Oh, but why? Like, I don't want to be with it you. it just seems like, not to me, because I do the same thing. But to those people that are living their, what I like to call... Their fake lives. Fake lives, exactly. It's like, ugh. You don't want to go out there in the world and run a marathon. Fuck no. Life. No. <laughs> I want to experience money he- money heist on Netflix because it's really fucking good. I mean, I'm all about being healthy. That's great. Yeah. Like I don't I don't eat bad. I love my greens. In your soup. What? Oh yeah. I'll, I mean, all I really eat is soup, <laughs> but <laughs> because I can't cook. Maybe that's why I'm upset about Hinge. I can't put that I'm a great cook in my profile. But if you all you're going to talk about is how, like, physical activity is the high point of your life, what else are we going to do? Like, I'm going to I'm gonna enjoy myself on a Friday night, have one too many glasses of wine, and you're going to wake me up at 7 a.m. and make me run a fucking marathon? That sounds like hell. I just want to find somebody on Hinge... And looks, looks don't matter to women. Like, I'm not going to say you can be butt-ass fucking ugly, but we are definitely not as superficial as men are. So, like, I will take the dad bod. I will take the the sloppy bod. If I can, like, have somebody that I can be myself around. I was just going to say, like, men are so superficial. Like... That's the difference between a man and a woman is a man wants the tits up in the air, the ass up in the air, you know, and which is fine. Yeah, it's great. However, how long is that going to last for? Like men, and it's fine. It's just, that is a difference between men and women. It's just like, suck me, fuck me, and whatever. And more, you know, women were more like, love me. I'm looking for a personality that I can die with. I mean, they know. But they I'm an old soul. hang out with. Your ratchet ass. Goddamn. All right. Well, my life is depressing enough. It sounds rough. You know what I've been thinking, though? Seriously? You know what I really... There's two things that are bothering me about corona. Tell me. One, so I recently got my FabFitFun box, like a month ago, for the spring collection. (laughs) And I was all excited, like, hey, spring is coming, had these great moisturizers, all this stuff. But the mm-hmm. most exciting part in my box was my bendy straws. Like, I'm sure, like, you know, most people, when you go out to the bars or the clubs or whatever, everybody's giving you these paper straws. And they, like, literally disintegrate in your cup. Yeah, it's, I don't know if this is just Florida or... Well, it's for the turtles and, like... Yeah. 
the birds and stuff. So I think it's a thing. If anybody is listening that's not in Florida, can you please tell us if you are not forced to use paper straws? Are there any plastic straws out there? Because it's everywhere. Everywhere Please let us know. I mean, you go to McDonald's, you go to Starbucks, McDonald's, anywhere. You get a nice tea, paper straw. And like, I'm a slow drinker. Me too. Milk. I like to take my time. Like, mm-hmm. I like to enjoy my Starbucks. Take and it my tastes time. like ass. Okay. No, it's not that it tastes like, I mean, yes, it tastes like ass, but also the fact that I'm eating paper now, mm-hmm. because it's literally disintegrating into my cup. So anyways, long story short, I got these straws. They're bendy straws. And you can bend them. They give you, like, a whole little, like, setup where you put them in. You leave them in your purse. And you can hang them to your keychain. So they're not big. And guess what? What? I haven't been able to use my bendy straw anywhere. Because I'm stuck inside for corona. That's bullshit. Because I'm here recording in her closet. And I am using one of those fucking straws. And they're the <laughs> shit. This is the only time I've been able to bring them out. I was like, okay, Terry's coming to record. Busting out the bendy straws. They are pretty cool. Yeah. I just know the general consensus from all of my friends is the paper straws suck ass and they melt in your mouth and everybody hates them. But nobody wants to say it because we don't want to hurt the turtles. Yeah, because then you sound like an asshole. Yeah. No, I know. Trust me. Like, every time I've been anywhere where there's like this paper ass straw, I'm like, oh, paper fucking straw. paper straws. But, like, also, you don't want to be the person that's, like, oh, complaining about the paper straw. Yeah. Because then you, like, you say, I'm not a turtle killer. Exactly. Exactly. Did I kill the turtles because I use the crest white strips and I have no enamel left on my teeth? Yeah. Because when the ice hits it, like. Apparently, I kill the turtles every time I throw my old contacts down the drain. Ugh. You can't do anything right nowadays. I try. But that's how they coach the. The middle schoolers, the high schoolers now, that basically you're killing the environment and that your parents are assholes. Yeah. Second or third or fourth or wherever we're at. <laughs> um, what was I going to tell you? You know what else I really miss? Tell me. So I'm the queen, and you can attest to this, of being busy. <laughs> I'm not really busy, but like, you know, if there's something that's going on, it's almost like, hey, let's have drinks. Yeah, no, I'm busy. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or like, hey, you want to grab dinner? No, busy. I have things going on. Yeah. But right now, you almost sound like a fool <laughs> saying you're busy because what do you really have going on? What do you do? No, I know. It's It's like... I want to, like, sometimes say I'm busy. Like, even though I have, like, really shit to do. But, like, maybe I just don't want to talk to you. But, like, you can't yeah. say that because, like, that's kind of rude. I also can't get off the phone with my family members for the same reason. Because I used to say, oh, I, I got to go get ready. Because now get they're, ready like, to do what? get ready for what? Same. Or, like, okay, let me ask you a question. If you do, like, what we do in my family, like, we do, like, family party FaceTime Oh, we don't do that. We do. <laughs> and when is it okay to say, gotta go? Because you have nowhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, they yeah. All, and they all know that. So that's like the problem where you're like, great, now I'm stuck. Woo! How's it going? How was your Corona week? Blah, blah, blah. 
And you really want to say, like, I want to go back to Money Heist, leave me alone. But you got to keep FaceTiming because... You had no problem saying that to me yesterday when I wanted to have a FaceTime But that's you. So I just don't feel like you're really struggling here. Like, you have no problem saying, oh, busy. And I know that you're watching TV, which is why I asked... when it's you because you just take it. My family (laughs) knows that I'm full of shit. I I knew you were, too. I said, what's on TV tonight? Money Heist. (laughs) On Netflix. (laughs) Uh, But my family will call me out and say, like, you lying bitch. No, we just... What our introverted selves are saying is that we kind of miss having plans to bail on at the last minute. Yeah. You know, like, I, I... I'm not invited to anything anymore. There's nowhere to be invited to. Yeah. So I have no weekend plans to blow off and then feel relieved when I end up sitting in my bed. Correct. (laughs) Saying I made the best decision ever. There is no best decision ever to make because you're doing the same shit over and over. And then we act like, like we're missing out on something, but honestly quarantine has not really affected me at all because I don't do shit anyway. (laughs) Same. It's actually like a sad reality. Like my husband was like, you know, back to last week where he's like fucking ready to get out of jail. And I'm more like, "Hmm, I'm fine. He's like, you don't want to go for a drive? Like, no. Go for a drive? What the fuck? No, I don't. Like, I'm fine. Like, I told you I'm catching up. What are you watching right now? Let's start there. Well, I watched Outer Banks. No clue. That's that's on Netflix. It was fucking amazing. I actually binged it Saturday, Sunday, and was done. Is that short? Well, no. I. What else am I doing? Don't shame me. Like, like I, is it like gonna be another season coming? Yeah. Oh, okay. It, what else are you watching? I binged Handmaid's Tale. That's on Amazon, right? That is on Hulu. Hulu, okay. I'm watching um, something about fires with Reese Witherspoon. A little fires. Little little fires everywhere. Everybody, you know, I gave my cousin my Hulu account because you know you gotta be giving during this Corona time. She's watching that and like Doc something. I don't watch any of those things. I've actually been watching <laughs> Money Heist. Money Heist. That's with me and the hubs. Because he likes anything that's got, like, killing and gangster and guns. So I figured that was a good compromise. And it actually is really good. Highly suggested. And I also restarted the Kardashians from season one. So I'm obsessed with that. And, um, what else? For Rona? Yeah. Anything else on Rona for your life? No. I mean, I... My last day at work before I was thrown out of the building, I did what I normally do, which is get in my car with my purse, act like I have somewhere to be, rush. You leave with like a purpose. Yeah. Like I, like I am late for something. Yeah. I've and done then, that. And then I drive my car. To the nearest tree. To the nearest like stop, like where I'm away, like a parking spot away from where they can see me. Mm. And then I, like, I back in, I look around, make sure it's empty. And then I, you know, take my shoes off and take a nap in there. 
Which Vanessa also does. Don't let her act Minus like Minus the nap. I do not take a nap. I don't know how you guys do the nap thing. Because number one, <laughs> how can you fall asleep that fast? Because ask my husband. I need to like toss and turn a thousand times before I can even get to sleep. It's a hungover thing. I guess. But yes, I do, do, I do the tree thing. And like go watch a Netflix show. But yeah, I don't take naps. Well, I feel... I only knew that me and Vanessa were real friends when she actually invited me to park next to her <laughs> while she ate in her car and I ate in my car. That's actually Be- a fact. It, this is factual because <laughs> the lunchroom at our office. No, I, I won't eat there. I just, I find it really depressing. And it's because they brought these big screen TVs in. And they always play, like, the shows you watch when you were staying home sick as a child. Like, Wheel of Fortune, Wheel of Jeopardy, Fortune. Uh, Price is Right, Price Days is of right. Our Lives. No, okay, it's not even, like, that's not even, like, why I don't eat in the lunchroom. Honestly, for me, personally, I don't want anybody to talk to me. Like, I hate, you know, when you, like, probably week one at our job... You're, like, doing the politically correct thing. of like, let me eat in the lunchroom. It's like, oh, who are you? How are you? What's your name? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. How's, and then they get to know you, and it's like, oh, what's good? No, don't ask. I would need my hour to myself. Don't talk to me. Yeah, I didn't last long doing that. I think I've been eating in my car for, like, four years, and I've been there for six. Yeah. So... I've been there for seven, and I've probably been eating in my car for six and a half. <laughs> no, it's like a fact. Like, and I have no shame. Like, I have had literally people ask me, like, "Why do you leave for lunch?" Because I need to be away from you. Yeah. Don't that you are the reason why I leave yeah. every day. Because you're for questions like this. Because you're nosy. The fact that you ask is exactly why I leave. And then when quarantine happened, we have like the nerdiest, like, biggest heart dad. Like, he doesn't understand that, like, he's being creepy. But all the restaurants were closed. Nobody had anything to do. I'm walking out to my car. And he, like, pulls up in a Sunday. <laughs> and he's like, where are you going? <laughs> I said, to a parking spot to take a nap. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do that, too. <laughs> And I said, well, don't follow me. That'll be weird if you park right next to me and we take naps together. You're a married man. Yeah, that's so weird. So <laughs> I had to wait for him to drive away. I <laughs> go a mile down the road, try to hide myself. And I have my, like, airplane pillow around my neck. My airplane pillow. Yeah, it's actually hers. <laughs> so I, I'm like. Keep it keep it i'm like nap nap style and then i literally see the hyundai drive by i'm like damn it he found me because the limited number of people that were left they're like oh is she going somewhere that i should be going like no bitch that's what you get stay in your office Mm -hmm. do not come out but yeah so i don't guess i don't have to worry about that anymore i'll be back working in the ghetto Mm. I have my own damn house. All right. So, are we good with the COVID updates? 
I mean, have I, we drowned our audience with Corona? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel bad, but I don't really feel bad because I guarantee most of you are going through the exact same thing. Matter of fact, let us know. Let us know what your Corona life is like. Are we the only ones that are experiencing this? I hope not, and I think not. But let us know. We would love to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I want to hear the struggle, the nitty gritty. I don't care if you email us. Like nitty gritty. A- Can we talk about our? And we're not even gonna get into this, but our nails and toes. That's the nitty gritty. Yeah. Okay. She's looking at mine right now. We're in close proximity. It's rough. Rough. And I don't want her looking at mine. I put mine under a blanket because I have no shame. I am. They're you in never her have fucking any face. Shame. Okay. My toenails look like who did it and why? Why? Literally. All right, so we're good with our Corona update. I think we need to get into what we're really here for. Which is? When to run. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And when we say run, we literally mean... Run! ...from any psychos in your life. People that are here to do damage. So... I want to keep this as light as possible. I don't want to get you guys depressed. Yeah, it's corona. People are already depressed. Yeah, it's really sad. Just a little tiny backstory. I just got out of a relationship that you would see in a Lifetime movie. Legit. I'm not trying to exaggerate. Vanessa has known me for over six years. She knows, like, this is some, like, made-for-TV shit. Yeah. So, I kind of feel that I'm an expert in this topic, and I just want to communicate to everyone when there's no turning back, when you should throw in the towel. We just want to make sure everybody's aware. Yeah. That it's... it's like, stay woke. It's it's not going to get better. Like, if they fail this test, it's... They're, they're shit out of luck. Like, you're shit out of luck. And you and should then, probably run. And you're going to get deep, deep, deep into their bullshit. And then when you start to question them, they're going to have a lie. And they're going to make you feel bad. So, for starters, do you always end up paying for dinner? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, do you pay for the coffees? Do you pay for lunch? Like Or the splitsy guy. Yeah. Do you always go Dutch? Yeah. Then why? Yeah. No. You know, listen, when me and my husband first started dating, I have the rule of this. Like, first date, I am old-fashioned where, like, I think it is good for the guy to pay. But I'm also totally fine with, like, you know, once you're kind of, like, in there, like, hey, you buy dinner, I'll buy the movie tickets. Or I'll buy the movie tickets, you buy dinner. Or, like, you know, if we go on a vacation, like, hey, you buy the plane tickets, I'll pay for the whole... You know, whatever it is. You know, whatever works for you. But I cannot stand the guy who's just trying to live off of me. Yeah. Like... It's 2020. We'll be egalitarian. Like, we're, we're not trying to say, pay for everything because you're a man. Nope. But, like... If you can't treat me to dinner on my birthday, Correct. or like buy the coffee once in a fucking while, or if I find myself, if we're not splitting the bill, paying for yours and you're not paying for mine, that's a fucking problem. Mm-hmm. And honestly, yeah, just just leave, run. Yeah, that is a run. That's not son. gonna get better. Like, no, if he's doing that. It will get in worse. The beginning. 
imagine when you have a mortgage over your head or a car payment or kids to put through like college and stuff like what is he gonna say splitsy college splitsy no <laughs> and then you'll pay for the whole thing just like that fucking starbucks coffee That's exactly it'll go for me five dollars you know, actually, probably not nowadays. Venti's are what six, seven dollars. Oh, God, almost like long. ten fucking bucks. I like say, seven. since Corona has been so long, I don't even remember what the Starbucks prices are. <laughs> However, like you're gonna go from your seven dollar venti iced mocha latte to like your, you know, if you have a doctor child, hundred thousand dollars worth of school mm-hmm. to Splitsy. I'll speak from experience on this, which I probably shouldn't. But, like, let's say you're at a really nice dinner. And you've picked up, like, all of the other dinners. Like, delivery. Let's say you got Chipotle delivered, some Tijuana Flats, Mm -hmm. whatever. It doesn't matter. And then they're like, you got this? And then you've already, like, paid for all the food the entire week. It's not going to get better. Nope. Like, it, w- it's only going to get worse. Because they literally think that you are the man in the relationship and you're going to fucking shell out that dough. You're the ATM. If you, yeah, if you set that precedent, just leave. Run, run, run. I can't say this enough because it's only going to get worse. And a man should want to be a man. Yeah. Like... You want to lay the pipe down in bed and talk about who's your daddy? Yeah. Well, my daddy don't make me pay. (laughs) Sorry. I can't call anybody my daddy that made me pay for my own Starbucks coffee in the drive-thru, okay? It just makes for bad sex. Yeah. And you know what? We'll split later. We'll, like, but goddamn, every time? Mm -hmm. Ugh, run. What else we got? Leave. Okay. Bad credit. Oh, no. (laughs) No, girl. Run! Run! Run. So it's hard to decipher at first if you're not a professional. Okay. But does your man have roommates? Mm. (laughs) Mm. If he has roommates and he's, say, over 35 or 30 between 35 and over, there might be something there. Something to look into. Yeah. A red flag. Like... Is his name on the lease? Yeah. If not, well, why? Maybe yeah. because his credit score is a fucking 550. <laughs> That's real life. And you're going to run into that. And let me tell you, from a married woman's perspective, when you're dating, the 550 might not bother you that much. Because you're like, fuck it, I have my own place, I have my own yeah. shit, but the dick is really good. However... When you're married. Then you buy a house. And you want to buy a house or you want to buy a car. You want to buy wanna, a boat. Correct. A boat. You want to go out to dinner and charge it to the credit card. Mm-hmm. 550 is not going to do it. He's got no credit card to charge it to. Mama. Amen, sister. Amen. So think about those things when you're looking for Mr. Right forever. 550 ain't going to do it. No. And I'm guilty of this. I I will say I was like blissfully in love, not even thinking about at 21 what somebody's credit score was. No, we've all done that. We've all who's thinking about credit at 21? Nobody's thinking about credit at 31. My age, and I'm not ashamed to say, you're thinking about credit. 
I am now that yeah. I was like with somebody that was like a 550. She and said then, it, not me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and girls. And I would just say the, the red flag to look out for is do they own their home? If not, do they rent? Is it is it their name on that lease? Because if their name is on that lease, then they are probably okay. Are they but, driving their car or their mom's car? Yeah. Yeah. Like, do they have to have a co-signer for everything they have to do in their 30s? Yeah. It's a red flag. And it's a real problem out here. I'm just... It's a fact. I mean, you know, and listen, guys, the guys that do listen, it's not us putting you down. It's just... These are things that as you get to a point of where you're considering spending the rest of your life with somebody, you need to consider because it's important. It's important. And not only is it important, but once you're married and everybody's like, oh, the I do's and the wedding and the part. Yeah, all that's great. But remember that this person is now legally attached to you, you know, so their debt and their bad credit is now your debt and your bad credit. Oh, no. So like when you guys go to buy a house or a car or plan a vacation, all those things will matter. Um, more than you would think. Yeah. I would, like, I hope, like, as we're in 2020, that people are checking up more on this than, like, people did back in the day. Thinking, like, oh, well, a man's gonna take care of it. A man's not gonna fucking take care of it. He's got problems. Like, you... Especially nowadays, especially, because, like, you and I, like, with our ages and stuff, like, it's different now. Like, it's not yeah. where they were expected to, at 18, go out and get it and marry and live it and do your best. Like, we're all guilty, men and, men and women. We're, like, we are staying home longer and depending on mom and dad longer. However... Not me. You are running the risk of dealing with mama's boys. And we'll get and, into that very uh, soon. What uh, else we got on these? So... Winter run. People that fake their hobbies. Oh. So, for example, let's say you see somebody and their bio says, I shred the gnar. I ride the waves. My passion is surfing. But then they live in, let's say, South Florida. Where where, waves are like... Where the swell is really, really small. Right. Maybe not even a foot. Maybe a half a foot. Mm-hmm. And then you call them out on that shit, and they're like, whoa! Well, let me tell you something. That's fucking fake social media life. That's fake Facebook life. That's bullshit. Get a hobby that you can actually own and be proud of that you don't have to be shamed on on your first date. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. And it's kind of like... Let's say that you drive the garbage truck. Okay. But you say on your dating profile that you are... are the CEO of the garbage you are the truck C- company. You are the CEO of the garbage truck company. You sound like an asshole. Get yeah. a real fucking hobby. I know like, a lot of people like that. <laughs> and people that promote their careers to be more than they actually are. Right. This is something that I find so often where it seems like 
every person that's around 30 years old is a CEO. And of nothing. It, uh, a CEO of fucking nothing. Mm-hmm. So other than, you know, their passion being the You gym, know the problem is with that? Tell is me. because we live in a time right now where millennials are all encouraged to create your own brand, be who you want to be, you know, do what you want to do. Ugh. And they run with that. And the problem is, that's good. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But, like, you have to have, like, a real brand. I just... Couch surfing is not a brand. <laughs> no, it's not. You know? I just... I'm... I can't find anyone with, like, a normal level job for my age range. And I, I'll put it out there. I'm 27 years old. So then when I see other 27 years, 27 year olds that have the same level of education that I am, that are CEOs of like multi-million dollar businesses, I'm thinking, go fuck yourself because that's, that's fake life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. Unless daddy owned it. Yeah. Unless your daddy owned it, which I'm pretty sure not every f- person I'm swiping by on hinge mm-hmm. has that type of setup like just be honest like it's it's bullshit you scare women away because you act like you're more elite than you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no you're 100 right you are 100 right and so we're still on winter run <laughs> <laughs> I mean, realistically, we could probably go on all night about this, but... Yeah. Um, the other winter run is if they lie about stupid-ass shit for attention. Correct. <laughs> or, like, not even for attention, but just to, like, pretend that they're something that they're not. Yeah, we... I mean, we covered that with, like, the... Like, faking your hobbies. But I'm just talking, like, blatant-ass lies. Because they they don't have anything to contribute, I guess, is the situation. Like, let's say they need attention. They need sympathy. So, hypothetically, now that this has happened to me, (laughs) let's say that your man says, my mom has cancer. Oh, that's bad. And I'm like, oh, that's awful. What can I do? And then for the next nine months, hypothetically, I am like, oh, I feel so bad. What can I what can I do for your mother? And then I just see that she chain smokes cigarettes in the house and then drinks a liter of vodka every fucking day. But she's somehow still alive. You're full of fucking shit. And then when I confront you, you start crying. Oh, well, one thing I've always said, nothing like a grown man crying, because that'll just tear you apart. Yeah. And so therefore... It makes you feel like you questioning their bullshit. No, it makes you question... Exactly. It makes you question yourself on their bullshit. Like, like, am I being mean? I can't stand to see a grown man cry. I mean, I love it. Like, it melts your heart. But you can't stand it because you're like, oh my god, I made a grown man cry. Yeah. But... So they must be being honest, but they're probably full of shit. Yeah. I, that was the thing for me is I saw 
like, you know I'm close with my dad. I mm-hmm. saw him cry one time in my life. And it, it was, breaks your heart. Yeah. yeah. It, no, it crushed me. Yeah. Like, it was when my first dog died. And I was, like, stronger than he was. He's like, oh, honey bear was such a good dog. Yeah. Like, bald. And then I thought, like, if like that was the next time I saw a man I cared about cry. But it was, like, bullshit. No, like, that was the cry, like, don't leave me. <laughs> don't leave me. I'm sorry. I, I said my mom had cancer. <laughs> correct, correct. Correct. Which is fucking embarrassing. Anyways. And uh, what else do we have with Winter Run? So we don't really have anything else for Winter Run. We I mean, just, I feel like we've touched on every possible Winter Freaking Run. Yeah. It just brought us to in laws. Yeah. Which we said we were so, going to talk about. And I did say that topic did make me nervous. But like, after, you know, I spent the whole week thinking about in laws. And I'm actually pretty freaking lucky. You are. No, I really am. Like, you know, we've known each other, like you said, for six years. And, like, even people in my family and, like, just people that I know that are married, like, I'm lucky. Like, my in-laws, they don't meddle. They don't get in our business. They don't tell us what to do, when to do it, how to do it. They don't, you know, even, like, when it comes time to, like, spending family time, they're always okay with whatever the plan is. So, like, I'm actually pretty lucky. What's your experience been? Oof. Well. And mind you, I know you're not married, but, like, when you're dating, they become, like, your in-laws, even if it's just for that time. No, I I know you know me very well. I've been in a, a very serious relationship, and that's really the only one I can compare it to, and that was a fucking nightmare. Just yeah. being honest. I didn't want to be the one to say it, but... But... But what I would like to say to anybody listening, which I didn't realize, is you're going to have to deal with your partner's family for the rest of your life. That's a fact. It doesn't matter if you break up. They're still going to be there. That part I didn't mean was a fact. I meant (laughs) the duration of the relationship. But yes, go on. No, they can still be there when the duration of the relationship is over. And if you hate their family and they hate their own family, that is a just run. Leave. Yeah. Leave. Please save yourself the trouble Mm -hmm. because it can get so ugly. But the red flags we had for in-laws started with. When the mom talks about her grown-ass son like he's a little boy. Yeah, that's just completely like unattractive, number one. Like, let's say we have a 40-year-old guy named Jim. And his mom is like, oh, I just love my little Jimmy so much. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, Jimmy. Ah, God, he is so cute. He no. is a grown-ass fucking man. A grown-ass man. And you're being ridiculous. Yep. Let it go. And I know mothers and their sons, I guess, have like a weird fucking thing. But it's inappropriate. <laughs> let's, like, if if you're, if he's a grown man over 30, let's just call him Jim. Yeah. Not Jimmy. Or little Jimmy. Right. Oh, Jimmy. No, you sound like a fucking asshole. Yeah, no. 
So next, meddling mother-in-laws. Oh, again, I'm so lucky. My mother-in-law does not meddle at all. Thank goodness. However, I have heard horror stories. Like, I cannot imagine every time me and my husband make a decision, being like, let me run it by mom. Excuse me? me? Mom? You are blessed. Fucking you at night? Because I don't think she is. Because. And if she is, then we have a bigger problem. Because a lot of people out there are going through bombs that think that, what did you pay for that? How much was that? Mm -mm. How much was that dresser? Mm -mm. It's none of your fucking business. If yeah. your if your child made the decision to marry my ass, don't ask about cost. Yeah. It's none of your business. Because you know my saying, this pussy ain't free. Oh, yeah. Pussy ain't free. Okay, I've been saying it for how many years? And if I have to put up with your son, then, yeah, don't ask me what it cost. Amen. There's no price tag. Amen, sister. It's, it's infinity and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> so another one I had is the, for in-laws, the mother-in-law that loves the ex-girlfriend. Oh, my goodness. Those are the worst. Oh. I Those are the worst. I don't, know, I don't know how people survive this one. Yeah. Be- I don't either. Be- and I'm talking about the mother-in-law that thinks the ex-girlfriend or the ex-wife was better than you'll ever be. Yep. Like, oh, God, why can't she be more like that? Oh, why did you ever let her go? You know why? Because she probably didn't fuck the shit out of your son. Yeah. The way I do. She probably didn't fuck your son. Okay. She probably did not. Because he obviously left her for a reason. Uh, yeah. And let's be honest, when it comes to guys, sex, sports, food. <laughs> That's it. Okay? So she wasn't doing one of the three things properly, and that's why she is the ex. Exactly. So don't come at the new one. Yeah, don't. And compare don't, her to the old. Don't bring me your problems. For real. Bye. Just be lucky that, like, they took your child. Amen. And- at this point, don't say, oh, gosh, mm. Betty could have done it better. You're full of shit. Yeah. Get over it. If call you, Betty. If, yeah, call Betty if you want grandkids. Correct. So, <laughs> the only other thing that I had I wanted to add. Tell me. Was those in-laws, that bitch... Like, you know, when you're in a relationship, you really want to impress the parents or the family. Right. Like, it's like a natural given thing. Like, oh, what should I buy them for Christmas? What should I buy them for Hanukkah, birthdays, whatever. Right. People really stress about this shit. Yeah, you put it. You almost. I know I have found myself sometimes putting in almost more thought into those gifts than your own, like, mom's gift. Yeah. In the sense of, like, I know my mom is going to love whatever I give her. Right. I'm her kid and that's whatever. But, like, when you're the wife or the girlfriend, it's like, you're going to be judged. She's going to fucking hate it. Yeah. You don't know. Or she's going to, like, rip it apart. So that is the other in-law nightmare. 
that I can identify because <laughs> you don't know if the mother-in-law, father-in-law, whatever have you, are going to bitch about the gift that you buy. Mm-hmm. And it's going to infuriate you regardless. So what can you say? You spent Nothing. money on the gift for, let's say, Billy's mom. Let's say you buy Billy's mom this, like, really thought-out gift from Saks. And you're like, you even got her initials branded on it. That's deep. Yeah, deep. And then she's like, mm, well, Billy. I hate Navy Blue. I just, like, I wish she wouldn't have wasted her money. Mm-hmm. Because I already had a pair of branded sheets like this, and I'm just, I'm just not impressed. And you can laugh, but it happens, okay? Don't fucking bitch. And if your mom or your dad has the fucking audacity to bitch about a gift that your significant other, girlfriend, wife, whatever, boyfriend, husband gives, like, say nothing. Because you sound like a fucking asshole. Again, I am lucky that I have in-laws that, one, they don't meddle. They never have. I hope they never do. (laughs) But I do appreciate it for the in-laws that maybe or may not be listening. Um, And they kind of let us live our life. So we're lucky. But I do know people, and I have a lot of friends and girlfriends who, like, have the mother-in-laws and father-in-laws from hell, and I'm just so thankful. And I'd like to think that my husband feels the same way, because my family, I like, as far as I understand, doesn't meddle or anything like that. But, like, yeah, I don't know how couples do it, because that's got to be tough, just people constantly mm-hmm. having an opinion and being in your business. So I am very thankful that that is not a thing. All right, so we have talked about you're working, my working from home, your newly working from home experience, your house getting shot up, <laughs> your dating experience. We have talked about Winderbron, um, in laws. So I think that we need to turn this whole podcast back around to a nice, lighthearted, yes, Kardashian update. Because you know that I love my Kardashians. I know you do. They're my bitches. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says, but I fucking love my Kardashians. I think they're amazing. Uh, my queen, Khloe Kardashian, uh, did the utmost for her sister this week. Uh, Courtney turned 41. And she did a parade for her social distancing parade. So, welcome to 2020. And she brought everybody out, you know, Kylie was there. Uh, Tristan Thompson was there. Can you please explain this, the the social distancing parade? Like, understand for me, who is not, like, a fan. Who doesn't social? Yeah, like, no, it's like, an ox- it's like an oxymoron. I don't get it. Oh, a parade for social distancing. Please so explain. So, first of all, this is, like, a high-class... Like, for them, this is a high-class parade. This is, like, Roy's Races all down the street. So, like, picture, like, your old-school block party, but in Roy's Races. I mean, I told you that I just had a block party, and it was bang, bang. No. Bang, bang, block out the window. Bang, bang. No, 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 girl. This is a Roy's Royce, Mercedes, like, high-class, 
$100,000 Bentleys, exactly, Maseratis, Maybachs, like, you name it. That was what was there. Okay. Can't they relate. Going down the street, going <laughs> honk honk. Happy birthday. Choo choo beep beep. Choo choo beep beep. Took Courtney and just did like a whole like parade within six feet apart of each other so they could social distance. Yeah. And also wish her happy birthday. I thought it was dope as fuck. So was her family in the cars, like the Maybachs, as they like rolled by? Yeah, like Chloe was like hanging out of the rooftop of like her fucking. I actually don't even think I I personally didn't know the brand of her car because like I'm not a car like person like that. But we in, work in automotive. That's really funny. You would say that. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. It I'm was a beautiful a black, probably like a fucking G wagon, hundred thousand dollar car. Like it was a beautiful car. Yeah. But it, they didn't show like the logo of the car, so like I don't know exactly what it was, bitch. But anyways, um, hanging out of the rooftop, like, with her microphone, screaming, happy birthday, Courtney. Like, when I turn my next age in, in like, a month and a half, I need a parade like that. I don't know if I can, if I can be there. Then don't talk to me. You don't don't want me there in my 2012 Honda Civic. You know I can't drive. I would, like, fucking (laughs) ram into the siding, like. I'm here. I tried. <laughs> but I need a parade like that. Like, there was probably, like, 50 cars there. Wouldn't you rather just, like, you don't have, like, that many close friends and family. You say, Jesse, I don't know anybody? No. I'm trying to say you're like me. So you're basically you're trying to say I'm a basic fucking bitch. No, I'm trying to say you don't have, like, more than 20. You're about to be dead to me. <laughs> but anyways, all I want to say about my Kardashian that I love, I'm so happy for her. I hope she had a great 41st birthday. Was it Chloe or Courtney? Courtney, get with it. Okay. Okay, Sorry. Yeah. Next, (laughs) the situation. Jersey Shore. Literally, the situation. Are you up on that? Because I sent you the video. Yeah, you sent me the video, and I I got stuck in a. I got stuck in a very lovely blogger that was teaching everybody how to sew. Because it was the stitch. I sent you the link to the video for the situation. Well, I put it in Google and I I learned how to knit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Justin Sylvester from E! News, or I'm sorry, from E's Daily Pop, was interviewing ah. the stitch and Lauren Sorrentino, a.k.a. Lawrence. And they talked about a couple things, their new podcast, blah, blah, whatever. But the main important thing that I picked up on was they want to spin off of the Jersey Shore. What do you think? Why the fuck would anybody want that? Excuse me? Because they're dried up and crusty. They were at the tanning bed way too fucking long. There is not enough Botox. That would make me want to look at them again. That is rude. But you're not the only one that said that. We put a Washed poll out. up. We put a poll out on our Instagram. Most people felt the exact same way you did. So I guess no. Well, I'm glad I'm not just an asshole. I mean you are, but I guess no spin-off <laughs> for them. I mean, I, I wouldn't watch it. Like I would support anybody doing what they feel they need to do, but I would not watch it. I'd probably watch it. <laughs> but like let From me rephrase. No, I would watch it, like, in the sense of, like, I'd probably put it on my DVR, but, like, I have a rule with, like, certain shows where, like, I just watch when I'm bored. Like, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't be committed to, like, 
if it was on, like, at Mondays at 9, like, I'm not going to run to my TV at Monday at 9. I'd rather watch, like, Teen Mom reruns or something. Whatever. Anyways, (laughs) now that we've talked about the Kardashians, the situation, I think that we should really introduce all of our listeners to our new favorite segment. Okay. Which is a creation by Terry. Let me clarify why this is important. It is, no, listen, I think it's great. I think it's freaking hilarious. Go with it, girl. This is your segment right here. Because now that people are dealing with COVID, corona, obviously there was a toilet paper shortage, along with a lot of other necessities, and people now feel the need to review them. Like Just they, fair. Like they never have before, because... They finally get their toilet paper shipment in, and they're like, I cannot even believe that I am leaving a review on toilet paper. But they are passionate about it. And they're actually hilarious, especially (laughs) on Amazon. So should I just go on and read the first one? Yeah, I want to hear what she said, whatever they had to say. Okay. Review. Toilet paper review. No. Oh. 1,000 grain sandpaper. It's better than using your hand, but barely. I'd rather have to brush out the feces from under my fingernails than to ever have to torture my asshole again with this stuff. (laughs) So if you have no other choice, can't find toilet paper anywhere, then I guess this will work, but it's not worth the price. So, needless to say, she fucking hated that toilet paper. <laughs> it was like fucking sandpaper to her ass. Sandpaper to the ass, like broken, like you might as well have used fingernails. Whatever, it's corona time. You can't be fucking picky. Mm-hmm. Next. Next. If you like dingleberries, and I mean dingleberries. Oh my gosh. Then go ahead. Buy this toilet paper. To all of our guy listeners, do not buy that. Was that on Amazon also? It was. All of these are actually on Amazon. Everybody's rating toilet paper these days. I mean, Amazon is like the shit. So the other one, the last one of of the evening is very short and sweet. This toilet paper smells like meat. Like hot meat. (laughs) And that is all. That's bad. That is all for our Amazon toilet paper reviews. (laughs) And that is all for our official... Hot meat. Hot meat one hour Grow Why episode. Uh, We want to thank you guys for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, we want you to leave us a five-star review. If you hated it, Walk away. Yeah. No, and I'm not kidding. If you didn't like it, I would prefer that you just walk the fuck away. Exactly. If you're not already following us on social media, find us on Instagram at girl underscore Y underscore podcast and Facebook and Twitter at Girl Y Podcast. Thanks again. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Girl Y. Have a great week, guys.